0: Hello friends, welcome to My Good Woman, the podcast for new and future female leaders. I'm your host, Non Andrews, a happily married hockey mom, and the founder and CEO of Free Range Thinking Business Strategy Consulting. Grab a seat at the table with me each week for candid conversations with culture shifting, glass ceiling busting, trailblazing women leading impactful enterprises. We discuss what makes them tick, how they get it all done, and actionable strategies to help you lead with confidence and grow the visibility, reach and revenue of your business. We're classy ladies, but we don't bleep the swear words. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to a fresh episode of My Good Woman, the podcast that explores the art and science of growing a service-based business. Join us as we delve into the world of entrepreneurship and navigating the ups and downs of growing a company that makes an impact. If we haven't met yet, I am Don Andrews, the founder and CEO of Free Range Thinking, a boutique business consultancy that helps service-based business owners and beyond with business growth strategy and leadership training. We help our clients go from founder to CEO to lead their businesses with the confidence that ensures future growth, big profits, and happy clients because successful businesses start with inspired leadership. Friend, I am fired up today. I am chilling in the office. It's a down day, which means no makeup, messy bun, still in workout clothes. This is usually one of my favorite days. It's cold in Los Angeles. So I'm bundled up, but I am feeling hot under the collar because of a recent conversation I had with a business owner. It was an if you spot it, you got it moment that has me in a big old swirl. And I will share the deets, but first, I have a question for you. As a business owner, how do you know when you've gotten in the way of your own growth, and who do you turn to for help? Family, friends with entrepreneurial experience? google other business owners small business owners are often strapped for time and energy running a business with a small but mighty team is a daunting task and we often find ourselves working much longer hours than we'd like just to keep up with our to-do lists business growth can seem like a choice between giving up even more of our lives or at best staying stuck where we are and this is what has me triggered today Free range thinking is a referral based business, meaning the majority of our clients come from other clients. So, one client friend of mine connected me to a fantastic founder with a multi million dollar online and brick and mortar business. This founder is creative, they are highly accomplished, they have built a beautiful brand for themselves. And they reached out because they were working at full capacity and had hit a wall in the growth of the business. They were a perfect match for our services. We got together, we had an in-depth conversation about their goals, pain points, their struggles, what it would look like to get help, what the help would look like, what it would mean to their bottom line, and how fast they would see some growth and relief. We even really got into it and talked about what would happen if nothing changed and no action was taken, which shook them to their core. These initial conversations are revelatory for most business owners and open the door to a possibility they didn't even see before getting on a call or into a conversation with me. Even if we're not the right fit for working together, that potential client leaves our connection with resources that can make a big difference for them if they use them. This particular business owner had been struggling for more than a year, stuck in the same place with flat revenue, and as we ended our call, I could see tears of relief welling up in their eyes. They were excited about the possibility of working together and even more excited about the potential outcomes. They had everything they needed to make their choice. So can you guess what happened next? Crickets. Nothing. So much possibility and then nothing. So my chat with you today could be a conversation about improving sales skills or finding more qualified leads or learning to overcome objections or creating a better follow-up system, being able to close in the room, so to speak. And all of those are things that business owners need to be skilled at. Absolutely, it's a requirement if you're gonna run your own business. But that's a different conversation, so let me tell you why I'm so triggered. I recognize myself in this business owner, and honestly, I feel a little ashamed. About five years into my business, I was making about $60,000 a year. Not bad for starting your own business, especially bootstrapping it, but the business wasn't generating what I needed it to be generating, especially for being in business that long. And I had a huge appetite for growth. I was ready for what was next, but I was unwilling to receive the help that I needed to be able to get there. It was all about being the lone wolf. I had to do everything myself. I thought I had to know everything already. I thought I had to be an expert. I was afraid to be vulnerable and to let people know that I didn't know things. Then one night, I fell down a Google rabbit hole looking for ways to help small businesses increase their sales and found a joint venture conference focused on helping small businesses connect to each other and support each other through partnerships. It was close to my house. It didn't require me getting on a plane. I thought, okay, that sounds good. I'll just go for it. As I pulled into the Hyatt San Diego parking lot, I was a little cynical and a little excited. I walked into the conference knowing no one, grabbed my name badge, stared mesmerized at the crazy pattern on the carpet, feeling shy and nervous. As I took my seat in the third row, because I didn't want to be too eager. I'm usually a front row kind of gal, but I didn't want to be the front row kind of gal this particular time. I looked around at all of the other hopeful faces. Many people saying hello, patting each other on the back. Recognizing each other, and I knew no one. The lights dimmed, and the high energy, empowering music started playing, and the host of the conference walked out and gave a presentation. Her name is Lisa Sasevich. Some of you listening might be familiar with her. They call her the Queen of Sales. As she opened her presentation with the incredibly moving first 10 minutes of the Pixar movie Up, I was mesmerized. I was hooked. All of my nervousness and a little bit of my ice, that was me at that point, started to thaw. And I allowed myself to get into the weekend. But I will tell you, but my husband will tell you, that anytime I'm in a presentation, I'm almost always a yes. I'm ready to buy, even when I want to be a no. We own way more timeshare points than anybody would like to openly admit, because I get sucked into people and to sales pitches. So as each successive person took the stage and shared their presentation that supported small business in some way and finished with a sales pitch, I had my arms crossed, my legs crossed, protecting myself from investing. I was a no. I was a no no matter how amazing it was. And finally, at the end of the first day, Lisa Sasevich made a pitch for her mastermind. The mastermind was a one-year commitment with a small group of people working directly with Lisa and her team to help grow your business and improve your sales skills and business processes. And the investment was $100,000. Holy shirt balls, that's a lot of money. I think my entire college education was around that amount, including room, board, food, and clubbing. It was astronomical. And it was more than I had made in my previous year in business. I immediately started sweating. I was terrified. I was hooked by the pitch. I was hooked by the promise. And of course, the pitch and the promise came from the queen of sales. But I really truly felt like it would be a game changer for my business to be able to work with a group of people that thought like that, worked like that, were committed at that level. I mean, this was my business that we were talking about. I wanted to grow. I was ready to grow. So why not? I was pacing that crazy hotel carpet, trying to figure out how I could make this happen. Is there a loan I could get? How could I finance this? I could see a vision for the future that I was beyond excited about. And in the end, I did not invest. I was worried not even so much about the money, but that I wouldn't be able to deliver, that I wouldn't measure up. It's one thing to be open to a pitch, buy a bunch of timeshare points, and go on vacations. It's another thing to put your money where your mouth is and make a commitment to take action in your business and follow through every single day, even when you don't know what's going to happen next, even if there's no guarantee, even if you're concerned that you're not going to live up to your own expectations. And I shrunk and ran away scared. That night in the hotel, I could not sleep. I called my husband practically in tears. Trying to figure out why had this opportunity got me so twisted up. I was only one day into this conference and I felt like my whole worldview was breaking down. I didn't know it at the time, but attending that conference and being in that room on day one showed me a possibility of a future I hadn't been brave enough to dream about. As I rallied for day two, I choked down a cup of coffee and a couple of wilted melon slices, sauntered over that crazy carpet and jumped into my third row seat, ready for day two of what the conference was going to deal out to me. More incredibly skilled and talented people introduced more amazing ideas, ways of thinking, ways of approaching business over the course of the second day, continuing to expand my worldview of what was possible in my business. And as the day was coming to a close, and Lisa was ready to make her second day pitch, I actually felt buoyed. Almost like I had gone into the chrysalis and become goo on day one, and by the end of day two, I felt like I was starting to reconstitute, but I was definitely not the same business owner that I was when I started the weekend. Lisa made her pitch, and this time it was a little different. Instead of the mastermind, It was the opportunity to work with her for one day, completely focused on your business, for $20,000. I was in. I signed that credit card slip, crossed my fingers, and set my date to spend one full day of consulting time at her home, focused completely on my business to help me design the roadmap for what was next. And interestingly, it was a peaceful decision. The night before, I was sweating and crying, and trying to figure out where I could get a loan to make this investment of $100,000. The stretch was too big for my brain at that point. But it was a necessary stretch. Because when I made that $20,000 commitment for one day of consulting, still a huge investment, I was ready. I was ready to commit whatever it took to be prepared for that day and to follow through after that day. And just to jump into the future a little bit, I doubled my business within six months of that meeting. And I couldn't have done it if it wasn't for the confidence that came from committing to that meeting and the plan that grew out of her expertise. When I look back on that day, I feel incredibly lucky because every time I have taken the leap, amazing growth has happened in my business. Whether it's world shifting clients that come in the door, whether it's adding extra zeros to the end of my annual revenue. Something incredible has always come from saying yes and taking action. So here's a question. Why, when faced with the possibility of getting skilled expertise and support to grow our businesses, do we ghost? And I was thinking of this client that I just had the conversation with. We acknowledge in ourselves that we need help that we can't do it all ourselves, that we don't have all the answers, that we want more for ourselves, for our quality of life, and for our businesses. We step up, we are met with skilled and talented people and excellent resources and support, and we ghost. Despite the constant struggle to keep their businesses afloat, many small business owners are reluctant to work with a business consultant. Getting help means that you will have to change. You will have to let go of ways of doing things, ways of seeing yourself, habits, stories, relationships, and mindsets that no longer work. And you will have to start doing things you've never done before, things that may be really terrifying and hard. I'm reminded that no matter how long we've been in business, how many zeros we have on our revenue number, none of us are immune to feeling afraid when it's time to grow. It's enough to make a small business owner feel like they've been dropped into an episode of Naked and Afraid. And it felt like it was a worthy conversation to bring to this forum so that we can explore the four reasons why small business owners are hesitant to work with a consultant and the one larger underlying reason beneath all of that, and how we can seize the moment and move forward faster in business. Let's get into it. One of the biggest reasons that small business owners are reluctant to work with a consultant is the cost. Many consultants charge a high hourly rate or project rate or retainer, which can be out of reach for small business owners or feel like it's out of reach for small business owners. Small business owners often feel that they simply can't afford to pay a consultant for their services. At that stage of my business, writing a $20,000 check to one person for one day of focused attention seemed like total insanity. And perhaps it was even at the time. When I look at the progression of my business from that day forward, I would do it all over again. Another reason small business owners might be hesitant to commit to getting support is because of fear of losing control. Small business owners are often passionate about their work, about their products, they have a deep connection to their business because they have built them from the ground up, bootstrapping it the whole way. Even founders that have gotten venture capital, they are intimately tied to the creation of that brand and that product or service. So as a result, they might be reluctant to work with a consultant because they fear losing control over the direction of their business. They might feel that they are the only ones who truly understand the business and they're hesitant to bring somebody else into the fold. I totally get that. And part of being an astute and skilled business owner is recognizing when you've hit a wall, when you've reached the place where you don't know what you don't know. And what consultants can bring to that moment is objective advice and perspective. Consultants are free from the emotional attachment that small business owners have to their business, so we can offer fresh insights and ideas that can help small business owners break out of current patterns and find new ways to succeed, find new streams of revenue, find new ways of structuring the business to get the outcome that the business owner is hoping for. Another reason small business owners are reluctant to receive support from consultants is lack of time. Small business owners are already stretched thin and the thought of adding another task to their already full plate can be overwhelming. They may feel they don't have the time to devote to working with a consultant and implementing the changes that the consultant recommends. And I totally get that. When you've got a team of under 50, you still are responsible for driving so much. And especially if you're in a team of 20 or under, you still know everybody's name, you probably are responsible to some degree, or at least familiar with what everybody is doing what's on their task lists, and it can be hard to let go. A really great consultant can help you increase your efficiency and productivity by getting things off your list. When we work with clients, we help them find 10 hours within the first week together. It's what we do to show our clients what's possible moving forward and to free up some time for them to devote back to what we're doing in the consulting relationship. By streamlining processes and improving efficiency, small business owners can save time and energy, which ultimately leads to a more successful business. A good consultant will help marry the work they are doing with you to the reality that you're facing and find time for you to devote back to whatever your commitment is to that consulting And another reason that small business owners are reluctant to engage with consulting is that they're skeptical of consultants as a whole. They view them as outsiders who truly don't understand the ins and outs of running a business. They may feel that consultants provide generic advice or that they don't have the necessary experience to truly help their unique business succeed. I understand that. And if you're looking for a consultant and you're in a highly specialized field, then find a consultant that really works with businesses in that field. If you're looking to grow a a medical practice, you might find consultants that are great with general business principles, or you might find a consultant that really specializes in helping to grow medical practices. I consider my clients the expertise in their business category, but they're not necessarily the expert in running a business as a whole. And that is okay. That is what we bring to the table for them. Consultants can bring a wealth of expertise and experience to the table. They've worked with a variety of businesses and have seen what works and what doesn't. They can provide valuable insights and recommendations that small business owners might not have considered. I can understand the skepticism, but most of it comes down to what you believe about yourself. Do you think you're capable of growth, not by getting busier and doing more, but by thinking differently, by learning new skills that have you pass responsibilities to other people? by shifting from a doer and or a manager in your business to becoming a leader in your business. Those are big transitions and they push on our identities. They push on who we think we are, what we think we're good at, whether we think we're valuable and worthy. That's what's underlying all of these reasons. It's easy to hide out behind being skeptical of a consultant. So talking all of this through... I am not as triggered as I was when I first started the conversation. As I mentioned before, I recognize myself in the image of that business owner I was having the conversation with, and realize that sometimes we all need a little space to get our heads around growing into the next place. And at the same time, I know how valuable it was for me to leap before the net was there. To trust that if I took action and made a commitment, that the possibility of changing my entire world was ahead of me. And it breaks my heart a little bit that that didn't happen in that moment, in that conversation with that business owner. So I'm inviting you, I'm requesting, consider working with whomever you think would benefit your business. And chances are, if you allow yourself to be vulnerable for a moment and reflective, you know exactly who you need to call. If not the actual specific person, you definitely know the type of person that you need to call to take your next step to move your business forward. And I'm a fan of taking a messy next step, rapid messy action, and not knowing what might happen next. So we can get to our failures faster, which means that we get to our growth faster. Don't let time, cost, control, skepticism hold you back from what's possible in the next version of your business. Don't be the business owner that calls somebody back a year later because nothing has changed. Commit and make the change now. Because working with a consultant or whomever you need to work with is going to bring you that expertise and experience, that efficiency and productivity, objective advice and perspective, and could make a huge impact on the success of your business. Don't let your reluctance hold you back from achieving your goals. You've got this, my good woman. I believe in you, and I know that you can level up to the business that you've dreamed of. Go for it. Thanks for joining me today. If you got something good out of this, pass it on to a friend. If you really got something good out of this, DM me or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's how the show grows. And if you really got something good out of this and you're looking for more support, connect with us at freerangethinking.com and grab a time for a chat. We'd love to hear about your business and how we can help you make it grow. See you next time. Thank you for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit mygoodwoman.com. And before you go, make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast so you can receive fresh episodes when they drop. And if you're enjoying My Good Woman, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their pods, so even though it takes only a few seconds, it really does make a difference and helps our show grow. This episode was produced by me and Julissa Ramirez. Thank you again for joining me, Don Andrews in this episode of My Good Woman.